We want you to turn your Bibles, if you will, to the book of Exodus, chapter number 15. And we're going to be reading from verses 1 through and including verse 3. Exodus, chapter number 15, verses 1 through and including verse number 3. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider has he thrown unto the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him an habitation, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. In the message translation, verse 3 read, God is a fighter, pure God, through and through. Father, we thank you for this word that you have given to us. Now let this word explode in us, that it take hold every fiber of our being. Let our hearts believe, let our hands work, let our feet walk, and let us bring edification and profit to the body of Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This is a concept that remains significant throughout the Old Testament and even into the New Testament. It is especially prominent in the book of Samuel where the title Yahweh of Armies or Lord of Hosts is common. Yahweh is the king and champion of Israel and will lead them forth victoriously in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. One of the things we want to realize is this. The purpose of redemption is to bring us into relationship. He brings us out of bondage, but he does not destroy all that which held us in bondage. Trials are there to keep us looking up to our deliverer. The children of Israel could not see really how hard their bondage was because they never came in complete relationship with Yahweh. And until you develop a good relationship with God, you will not know 
just how utterly dangerous the situation you was in before you became saved. There are many that receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior, and they are filled with the Holy Spirit, but they never come into relationship with God. You can tell when you have come into a relationship with God because you will hate the things he hate and you will love the things that he loved. What felt good and looked good when we were in sin was intended to destroy you. We need to realize this. The devil don't like you. The devil hates you. In the book of Luke chapter number 22 and verse number 31, Jesus tells Peter that Satan desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But it said, I prayed for you that your faith fail not. Israel has come out of Egypt. But in coming out of Egypt, Satan wasn't finished with them then. And just because you got out of sin, Satan still ain't finished with you. As we begin to see as they come out of Egypt, we begin to note some of the things that was going on in the hearts of the Egyptians. Notice the Ninth verse, if you will. These people are so bent on punishing and destroying God's people that they can hardly catch their breath. It's like a person having almost a heave within them. I'm going to. God get them out and they are filled with venom. And this is some of the stuff that they said we, I will pursue I will overtake I will divide the spoils I will gorge myself on them I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. You wonder why didn't God just destroy the Egyptian when he had him on the rope? The answer, God is trying to show you something about himself that you have not yet seen. Whenever God allows you to go in trouble and in situation, he is trying to show you something about himself that you have not yet seen. God will leave things in your life so that you can cry. Mm, God, I thank you. He loves it when we cry. But whenever you see God's people crying, you better look out. In Exodus 14, 
the 13th and 14th verse, Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he has shown unto you this day. For the Egyptian whom you see today, you shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you. He is a man of war. My God, my God. And ye shall hold your peace. He is a man of war. Therefore, we must learn to rely on and trust him. I'm not so much of a good fighter, but God knows I can cry. We have in the criers in the room. God, I thank you. The Bible says here in 2 Chronicles chapter 32, verse 7 and 8, he said, be strong and courageous. Be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of Assyria, nor for the multitude that are with him. For there will be more with us than with them. Eighth verse. And when he is with him is the arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. God is the Lord of hosts. He's a fighter. He knows how to fight. He is the Lord of hosts. Now when he says he's the Lord of hosts, it is meaning he don't just have one army of stuff. He got all kinds of armies. He is the Lord of hosts. Got all kinds of armies. In the book, uh, we find out in the book of Exodus, we find that most of, a lot of his armies was displayed there in this book. He, he's a fighter. He knows how to fight. He just gives command and things will work out for him. In his army, you never can tell which one he's going to call. He got a frog army. He is the Lord of hosts. He commanded the frog army. And the frogs came and leaped all into their milk, all into their dobo. The, the, the frog army attacked Egypt. He ain't called no men. He ain't called no angels. He just called his frogs. And the frog army moved in, obeying the voice of God. I told you he was a fighter. And then after that, he called the lice army. And the lice army will come in. I tell you, he's a lord of hosts. He just command and everything obeyed the voice of God. And God called the lice army out. And lice was all in their clothes, all up under their, anybody been bit by a, by a louse? Well, y'all, y'all been bit. Somebody, y'all know anything about then he got the bed bug army because now I think they operate now. Oh, God, help us. Go to the hotel now. You better keep your suitcases in a separate place 
and check them out before you leave out there because his army will show up anywhere. Somebody said his star showed up in the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. So when God sent his army, you have no, no kind of repellent against God's army. When he calls his army, they go to marching and they're going to fulfill what God want them to fulfill. Then he has the fly army. He called for the host of the fly army. And they'll get in your milk. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll be swarming all over you. They'll be biting you. And so he had that kind of an army. Then he had the locust army. He is the Lord of hosts. He called for the locust army. And the locust army went and ate up all of the crops that was in the lane of Egypt because God called them. And then he had the dark army. He called for the dark army. And it got so dark there until they couldn't see their hand in front of their face. He is a fighter. And then last of all, he had another army called the death army. And he said, I'm going to move through Israel, Egypt tonight. He said, and those that are not ready, if you don't think I know how to fight, I want you to bring out all of your gods because I'm going to kill all the firstborn in the land of uh, Egypt. I'm going to kill them. And amen, he called them out and all the firstborn in that land died. But this is what he said to Israel. Put the door, put the blood on the door pills. And when I see the blood, he said, I will pass over you. So amen, he knows how to fight. And then there are other times when God will enlist us in his army. There are times when he will take his enemy and, and, and make the enemy enlist in his own army to kill itself. He bad. He bad, y'all. He bad. He tell the enemy, kill yourself. And guess what the enemy start doing? They start killing themselves. The Lord is a fighter. He is a warrior. He knows how to fight. He knows when to fight. He knows how to deliver. Amen. And amen, what God do will put you in a situation. And, and when you get in that situation, amen, and you can't hardly make it, God put you there. He, he just want you to get to the place that you're not trying to work your way out. Uh, and as soon as God's people start realizing you cannot match wits with the devil. He's been here so long until even the angels that was in heaven one third of the angels in heaven followed Satan in battle against God. Now if they've been to heaven and followed him, what do you think we earthlings going to do against the devil? The only thing you can do when the devil comes to your house is cry. When you start crying, God will hear your cry. So when you don't know what to do, amen, just start crying. Amen. When you, what you going to cry, preacher? One writer said, just have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your trouble. He'll hear your faintest cry. He'll answer by and by.
a little prayer will turn God knows how to bring you out and so what you want to do is just have a little talk with Jesus he'll make everything alright in the book of Luke chapter 18 verse 7 this is what it says and he and shall not God avenge his own elect which cry day and night unto him though he bear long with them. So what you got to realize that when God's people get to the places that you stop complaining and start crying. I'm going to cry out to the Lord because I know God is able to hear me when I call. And when I call him, amen, he will deliver me. Call out to me and God said I will answer anybody ever got to the place when you didn't know what to do. A man that will reduce down to tears because the thing you were going through didn't make no sense and you just start crying. When you start crying to God it becomes a praise to God. I don't know what to say. Sometimes I just call on him and there are other times I just say moan before God. Have you ever got to a place that you just moan and didn't have no words to say and it became a praise to God because I don't know what to do. I can't match which with my enemy. I'm not smart enough. I'm, I'm not strong enough but I can call on my champion and his name is Jesus because he knows how to fight your enemies. He is a warrior. He is a man of war and all you got to do is solicit him and in order to solicit him I heard the writer say they that call on the name of the Lord they shall be saved he is a man of war stop trying to fix your problem all God wants you to do is start crying sometimes the cry Lord have mercy Lord bring me out Lord I don't know what I'm doing but I know you're able to deliver and God will bring you out is there a witness that God will bring you out when the money is short and I couldn't work overtime matter of fact my hours got cut but I cried out to God and God made a way out of no way I cried and he delivered me and uh, when you finish crying and then God deliver you and he will tell your neighbor and he will the next thing you're going to do is sing a song cry and sing it don't make sense but just cry and sing because God knows he's going to bring you some out. When God do something great in your life, sing. Job said when he created the heaven and the earth, he says all the sons of God sang. When Deborah went down and defeated their enemies, Deborah did one thing. Deborah sung. 
when David got down in his trouble, he cried and God delivered him and David began to sing. And David sang. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise unto the Lord. So we got to sing a song. In the book of Revelation 15 and 2 and 4, Revelation 15, 2 and 4. Turn there. Let, let's read that together. The instruction. He's a warrior. The instruction today is you can carry home with you. Cry and sing. Mm. Cry in the morning. Sing in the evening. Oh, my God. What's the word? Simple instruction. God don't give you nothing complicated to do. Very simple. This what? Cry and sing. Lord, have mercy. I'm getting my, I'm getting my victory. Crying. Matter of fact, the last job I got, that's how I got it. It wasn't because my application was so good. I just cried. Oh, my God. The last tribulation I had that was almost about to swallow me up come to think of it all I did was cry and sung Lord I thank you read if you will two through four read for me uh huh yes uh huh yeah. Yes. Lord Jesus. Read. Uh huh. They did what? Uh huh. What was the song of Moses? This is the same song in the book of Exodus. The song is God is a warrior. Mm. God is a warrior. So when we come together, we're not going to rehearse our pain. We're going to give the war cry. Because he is a man of war. And when I get the war cry going, God, it stirs God. I thank Israel. They gave the war cry. And when they cried out, the cry was so severe. That the very lane around them start shaking. And all they were doing, they hadn't even gotten in the fight yet. But they gave the war cry. And when they gave the war cry, everything around them start shaking. Because they was calling on Yahweh. That was able to deliver. That was able to bring them out. And this ain't nothing new for the church. We've always did it. We sang those songs like this. He brought me out of the Mari clay. He placed my feet on a rock to stay. We sang another song. I cried and he 
delivered me. He delivered me from my sin. He delivered me from my problem. Not only that time, we sang another song. I was sinking deep in sin. For from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking the rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing crime. Amen. From the waters lifted me. Now saving I. One more song. And this is the one we sing. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. His eyes are on the sparrow. And I know. I know. I know. I know. You know what tells about you're not forgotten, you're not forgotten, you're not forgotten. Lisha, he's a man of war. He's a lamb, but he's a man of war. Satan walks around like a lion. But he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. I heard David said in the book of Psalms, don't let your troubles rise too high. But I heard him say, let God arise. And his enemies be scattered. If you can get God in your situation... He's a man of war. He's going to fight your battle. You've got some enemies. You've got some habits that you can't break. The man of war will break your habit. I know what I'm talking about. You've got, amen, things in your life. Family curses. But God is a warrior. He will break your family curses. He'll put an end to them. No more. He is the man of war. He will deliver. He will bring you out. He is the man of war. One thing you don't want to forget. The enemies that you see today, you won't see them no more. The enemies that you see today, you won't see them no more. Because God made war against your enemy. You won't see them anymore look at here God is fighting in your whew. God is taking control of your God is going to bless your my my, my, my watch name is about to change my not only that but something great is happening in my Cause I'm not just a beggar. I'm a. Oh my God. 
and I'm tired of being broke. Something about it. He's about to change my. He's about to take care of my. Oh, I know some sickness in here, but look at here. Look at here. Things are about to get, get better. Because he's about to take care of my. I ain't going to lose my mind. I ain't going to lose my mind. I'm going to get my what? Amen. He's a man of war. Let me tell you what. All this stuff that the sell in, you got to start a wall. You got to start a wall. We're going to put an end to this foolishness because he's a man of war. I'm going to cry and sing. All I'm going to do is cry and sing. I'm going to cry because I can't do nothing about it. But I'm going to sing because God has brought me out. I'm going to cry and sing. I'm going to cry to the warrior. I'm going to cry to the warrior. I'm going to cry to the warrior. He will deliver and I will sing. Somebody shout hallelujah. 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 One of the things that the text say, the text says, I will make a habitation for him. I will make a what? Habitation for him. What you mean? I'm going to open up my calendar so I can give time to God. Tell somebody, let's get the calendar open. Because if you take some of that foolishness off your candle, calendar and make a habitation for God, tell the devil, I ain't going to leave her the house until I touch God. I'm going to stop taking them chances on my car and my ability. I'm going to cry before I leave home. And when I come home in the evening, I'm going to be singing. Because God brought me through all day long. God delivered me. You can beat me, but you can't beat my God. You can beat me, but you can't beat my God. He is my deliverer. God bless you.